And Reed Wallach, bet sided. He joins us right now on the Roman guest line, on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Reed, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Is it Manny Ramirez? It is. is it is Manny Ramirez. That was my it's second Manny guess. Ramirez. Well done, Reed. Greatest baseball game ever. Ever. And the greatest soundtrack. Reed, how you been lately, man? What have you been up to? What, how have you been keeping busy? Your net's looking good, kind of. Eh, looking all right. I just watched uh, Ben Simmons try to fade away over a Walker Kessler uh trying to block it we'll see how it goes but uh yeah everything's good guys you know college basketball in full swing uh nfl playoffs of course everything's good you know just need the nets to stay afloat a little bit until uh duran could get back from injury reed we were talking about this at the break and maybe even when we first started is is do you think that college basketball betting this year is harder than it's ever been uh, you know, they're honestly all the same. I mean, the bad beats at the end with the fouls when the games are over, they all hit the same way. They're still as painful as it was two years ago. But I don't think it's been as hard. I've been noticing – I don't have any numbers on this. This is more subjective than anything. But I think home court advantage is really starting to bear fruit, especially in conference play. You're seeing, you know, road teams just can't keep up. I don't know if it's now that we're back to full capacity, we're back to – um, you know, the crowd's getting a little bit more into it, but it just feels like to me a lot more home teams getting involved and pulling away late in games and covering anywhere from, you know, two-point spreads through, like, seven-point spreads. Have you had the chance to look at anything for tomorrow yet or not yet? Yeah, I got a few bets in on the card. I would say, I talking, like, marquee games, I think that this is an awesome spot for Arizona tomorrow against UCLA. I know UCLA is kind of the, the toast of the town right now, but... Going to Tucson right now against an Arizona team that has had the shine wear off a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they come out on Thursday night and they blow out USC, a team with size, and UCLA has to go down the wire. They go on a hot run at the end against Arizona State. Now they open a small favorite. I think this is a slam spot for Arizona. They have the size inside to challenge UCLA. And I just look at UCLA's recent run, just hasn't been that elite team. I mean, they trailed Colorado at home uh, early in the second half. It just, you know, they've had a lot of strong finishes. Not sure that's going to keep up with Arizona, who has been lights out at home uh, over the past few years since Tommy Lloyd got there. Yeah, I like that spot, too. Let's move over to the division round of the playoffs. We'll go to the uh, first game tomorrow, Jags-Chiefs. Chiefs now nine-point favorites at Arrowhead. Total the highest of the week at 52. What are you doing in this game, if anything at all? Yeah, sorry, I had to watch Ben Simmons miss a floater here. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, <laughs> part of me wants to take Jacksonville to go shot for shot with Kansas City because – I just I love the way Doug Peterson coaches, especially in the playoff games. He's not going to be afraid to go for it. He's going to you know make the right decisions and keep this team in the game or give them a chance to win. I ultimately think they come up short, especially after the past two weeks they've had against Tennessee and the Chargers. I, I I'm looking over honestly. I know weather might play a role, but I think Jacksonville is going to keep going until the bitter end here, and that's going to get this over the total. I think no one's stopping Kansas City. They're going to get to the 30s, but. I think Jacksonville's going to hang around for a cover, and they can get into the mid twenties. So, like, you know, you're talking thirty-one, twenty-four, something in that likelihood. I so I kind of think Jacksonville live when they go down a lot, but the over is probably my you know pregame look here. The game that I'm the most confused about, Reed, is this Giants Eagles game. There's so many factors I can't account for, things that you just can't know until you see them. Are you doing anything with this game ahead of time, based on either trends or football, or is this like a live betting spot for you? Oh, live betting spot for sure. Uh, I lean towards the under. Uh, uh, just a lot of familiarity here. I, I feel like not in terms of the like short-term setup where like Baltimore had a lot of uh, 
Ben Simmons made a layup, by the way. We're keeping track Let's go. on the phone. Uh, uh, it's not the same setup as Ravens-Bengals, but I do feel like the Giants, with the familiarity, they're going to try and slow this game down. Their defense has you know, been fantastic, and they've made timely stops. That you know, I think they're going to unload the blitz here. I, it just feels like an under game. It just feels like division. This game's going to be a little bit tighter, and we don't really know the state of the Eagles' offense right now. Jalen Hurts, I wouldn't say concerning comments, but – doesn't sound like he's 100%. Maybe it's gamesmanship, maybe it's not. But I kind of like under here. It's a little bit higher than I expected when this opened up. What about uh, Buffalo, Cincinnati, the Bills at home? Five and a half point favorites right now. I think that probably, that, there's a chance that maybe goes to six. Then I like Cincinnati. Total in the game is now 48 and a half. Yeah, under under six, uh, it's, it's going to be Buffalo with, for me, the way that you know Cincinnati's offensive line is at the moment. I just can't trust them to hold up against this Buffalo team that I'm not super impressed with. You know, I think Josh Allen hasn't looked as great lately, but just the Bengals offensive line, I think they're just going to succumb to the pressure and it's going to be Buffalo one-way traffic and Buffalo pulls away. So it seems like, oh, no way, Bengals catching five and a half, but I'm not going to overthink this one. I like Buffalo at under six. Reed, do you think we're making too much out of the O-line issues considering how good Joe Burrow has been with a decimated O-line? Because that's like the one thing that everybody keeps saying that's giving them pause, the line, the line, the line. You know, I, I think last year's run to the postseason or through the postseason is kind of overvaluing the fact that um, Buffalo is going to – pressure Burrow all game. I think that this prior experience is going to anchor people to think like, oh, well, Burrow did it last year. I think it's almost the opposite way where they had a lot of fortunate circumstances go their way where the defense made the plays. I'm not sure it's going to happen again against this Buffalo offense that is still humming. I mean, Gabe Davis, deep threat, Stephon Diggs. I just think that Buffalo's got too much talent here, and I think that they pull away. So that's why I'm not really scared off. I think that they win this one. And, you know, if you're a little scared of the points, Moneyline Parlay, honestly, Buffalo, and if you like you know, Kansas City or the Eagles or something, I think that that's a solid look as well. What about my favorite game of the week, Dallas? Back to four. Four-point dogs on the road taking on San Francisco. What are you doing here? Yeah, it feels like everyone's all over the place. and It's so funny just like listening to the gambling content now. You know, yeah. I, I feel like I hear oh, like San Francisco is the far better team. They're the best team left. But then all I hear is everyone loves Dallas. Like it just feels like everyone's like on the polar ends of the spectrum in how they speak about this game. I like the over. I think that this Dallas secondary has flaws uh, since Brown got injured towards the end of the uh, season, their second cornerback. I think the 49ers have too many weapons on offense. I'm still waiting for Brock Purdy to regress, but even if he regresses, they're still going to be able to get into the mid to high 20s here. Now on the other end, Listen, if Mike McCarthy is going to let Tony Pollard spin, I know Zeke and Pollard had similar snap or carry counts. I think it was like 15 and 12 in favor of Pollard. If he's going to give Pollard 15 carries, though, they're going to be able to open up this pass game for Dallas. And the 49ers secondary was vulnerable against uh, Seattle last week. Ten catches for DK Metcalf, over 100 yards. So I think this is going to be a bit of a shootout, you know, a bit of a track meet in my opinion. So I'm surprised that this total hasn't pushed into the 50s. So I like the over in Dallas, San Francisco. No real opinion on the side. I think it's going to be really interesting to see, though. Do you have any favorite props for this weekend in division in the divisional round? You know, I, I think, you know, I want to say Travis Kelsey to have, like, four touchdowns because it feels like that's what he does in the postseason, just Travis Kelsey every which way. Yeah. But I think, considering, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to score at will. I think looking at ancillary players on the Chiefs um, is going to be worth a look here. I think, like, Kadarius Toney, 
He's been getting more and more snap counts. I think he's, especially if the Chiefs are going to be playing from ahead, I think they're going to try and get him involved a lot. I like Kadarius Tony a lot. Nicole Hardman's out again. I like Tony. I don't even know what his anytime touchdown prop is, but I'm going to be on that in some form or fashion. I think he's, the numbers don't equate to the actual impact he can have in a postseason game. Uh, Reed, I want to move over to basketball again really quickly because I'm looking at the Nets price right now to come out of the East, plus 400. NBA Finals ticket, plus 800. Boston's plus 400. The Bucks are plus 550. The Bucks do not look good right now, man, and I'm worried about Giannis's usage and Middleton ever coming back and looking like Chris Middleton. I think they need to make a move, and I don't know that they do. You think the Nets are worth a shot at 8-1 to one or even 4-1 to one just to rep the East? I, I do. I think that, listen, when Durant was healthy, and, you know, you guys know that, like, I'm, like, the biggest Nets homer ever. I do try to tie in, like, some actual real comprehensive analysis with my homerism. Right. The Nets were, at worst, the second-best team in the league when Durant was healthy. They were rolling. Boston's better has their number, but listen, the playoff series. So, now Durant's out. I don't know when this little slide's going to stop. Is, am I hitting the panic button? Like, oh, my God, the Nets are in trouble here. No, because, listen, Durant's out. They're going to take a tumble in the standings. And then they'll find their form again by the end of the season. They'll be fine. Right now is not the time to bet the Nets. I definitely would not bet Milwaukee, though. This is a team that has been below average for six to eight weeks now. Middleton, knee soreness, I, that's a big red flag. I think that Giannis, yeah. maybe not as much, but this is a Bucks team that the red flags are apparent. They're at least one wing creator short, in my opinion, and the Bucks are probably the biggest fade in terms of futures market. I think that their price is ridiculous. I know how great Giannis is, but I don't see it keeping up. I think they're in big trouble come the postseason. Nick Claxton has been unreal. Like he has been one of those guys. He's leading the league right now in blocks. Uh, he can get zero blocks in the first half and still end up with five, like he did two games ago. He's just a monster. Do you like him to to bet on him for Defensive Player of the Year? I think the last time I looked at it, it was plus nine hundred. Yeah. No, I, so I have some deep, deep long shot Nick Claxton odds, like 210 to one from like around Christmas. And, you know, I saw the right, I mean, I watch every Nets game. I saw the right on the wall. I thought that this guy's a first team all defensive player and the market obviously moved with me big time. But honestly, if Jaron Jackson's going to be healthy, uh, he's winning defensive player of the year. The numbers are just ridiculous. Leads league in block percentage. It's more his minutes are still behind because he missed the first, I want to say like 15 to 18 games. So Jaron Jackson's numbers season-wide aren't as apparent as someone like Nick Claxton or something. But to me, it's Jaron Jackson, a golf, and then Nick Claxton. If you think Jaron Jackson's going to get hurt and he's an injury-prone player, then, yeah, I think Nick Claxton is worth a look. The price may be a little too short, honestly, at this point, because I think Jaron Jackson's really likely to win. I made a hedge on Jaron Jackson this morning, actually, because I'm in so good on Nick Claxton, I just don't want to lose a valuable ticket. I think, honestly, it's just them too, and then it's everyone else, in my opinion. Reed, all right, Arizona tomorrow, college hoops. We got your NFL plays. Anything that you like, and it's okay if you haven't even looked at this card because I kind of forgot all about it. UFC 283 tomorrow night, any looks that you like or no? Are you staying away from that? Staying away from that one. Another uh, Pac-12 game I actually like. I like Oregon a lot. That's a team I'm Ugh. buying looking forward. And Stanford uh, has not been a Kempom. I want to say top 100 team this season. I like Oregon. They're laying three uh, at uh, Stanford. Uh, tomorrow night, late night, after uh, towards the end of the football games. I'm in. I'm in. Go late with night, God, I'm Reed. In. Go with God. Thanks, Reed. You're the man. Good luck this. Thanks, uh, good luck this weekend, weekend man. Reed Wallach, right there. Backing the Ducks is a tough, tough scenario. I do like him against Stanford too, though. I just could never do it. I'm just leaving money out on the table, but I can't back those Ducks. Same reason I can't back the Cowboys.